At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. For all of Sunday's betting action, this is Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin Sunday Bet Prep brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Dave Ross, Adam Cobb, coming at you for the next three hours. Adam is in lovely Boston, Mass. I am here at the epicenter of sports it's like the mecca <laughs> of sports right now las vegas nevada obviously super bowl 58 rub it in. just rub it in keep going here's the Please thing though adam continue. we talked about it a little bit last week and yeah you look at it now like it's crazy they got a fight night going on right now they obviously the big game tomorrow they've already stolen a football team from oakland they might get the a's we don't know about right. that might get an nba team i mean we're sitting here on the precipice of super bowl 58 in las vegas nevada if you had said that 30 years ago, the world would have exploded. It's a scientific fact. 20 <laughs> years ago, people go, oh, there still would have been a gas. 10 years ago, they'd say, I just don't see it. And now it's reality. It is insane how sports gambling, the NFL, it used to be so taboo. And now literally the gambling capital of the world is hosting the Super Bowl. Did you ever think you see this day and age? Well, you left out. You also have the defending Stanley Cup oh, champions right. in your backyard, which right here. You know that. I mean, that's something nobody would have seen. I mean, people might have at least, like you said, a decade ago, talked about the idea of football being there, the idea of even an NBA team going there, which is certainly a realistic possibility. Baseball, uh, hockey, what? How? <laughs> Why? Why? Doesn't even. make any but sense. First Cassidy and company have taken this team, obviously, from uh, a very early on when, when they were introduced, when they were an expansion team in the NHL. I know it was a different coaching staff and largely a different roster, but they were competitive from the jump because of, obviously, the way they did that expansion draft. But really, there's mo no downturn in the less than a decade this team has been around. It is just sore, sore, sore. And it sort of felt like looking back to last spring, just a sign of things to come, right? I mean, the Raiders need some work to get right. We've seen some turnover there. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Josh McDaniels is long since out. Antonio Pierce really won over that locker room, got to keep the job good for him. We'll see how Mark Davis handles all of that going forward. They'll get some more talent in there. They'll get a new quarterback in there. But like we said, other sports could be following, could be coming to Vegas. And it's just it's crazy. I mean, you talk about it being the the precipice of sports. The the FOMO is real, man. I mean, I feel like everybody that I know in this business, and I'm talking media in general, never mind specifically the gambling space, all over my Instagram, yeah. my Twitter. You know, I, I'm old, so occasionally I'm still on Facebook. Uh, everybody, everybody is in Vegas, and it's it's the the week leading up, obviously, media row and all of the. You, you everyone's posted pictures and videos of you two playing mm -hmm. the sphere. It's all about Vegas this week and all about the, this game tomorrow. And 
I'm pumped. I'm just, I'm, I'm ready for it. It's been two weeks of talking about it. I know we didn't do as much last week. So this week it's a full three hours and I'm, I'm into it. I just, I hope that you and I can, can be at a Super Bowl together next year. Oh, that sounds fantastic. We'll watch the Cowboys together. Adam, here's the thing. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> the Super Bowl. And now that it's made, it's, it's, everybody's in my ear. Keep dreaming. Uh, you know, like now that they forayed here into Sin City and Las Vegas, like I think, we're used to it in California, right? Pasadena might be sure. the most. I, 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 for me, it's just majestic when you see a Super Bowl at Pasadena or if you get it in L.A. with, with SoFi Stadium. And we're, we're kind of used to that. And then I wonder if we'll ever see a true cold weather city again host a Super Bowl. Now, it wasn't that long ago, if you remember. Meadowlands. That's right. When Seattle came out there and ran yeah. roughshod over the Broncos and it was cold. It wasn't barely cold. Do you think that the NFL will ever care about Let's make this a microcosm of America. Let's move it around these great United States of ours. Or they're like, nah, you just have to go to a destination city like Las Vegas because we ain't going to the cold. We're not going outside where it's cold and make 80,000 people suffer through a cold weather game. And by the way, the people really don't care as much as I think the NFL execs actually think. So I don't know. I guess there are a lot of this multi-tiered answer, I guess. I don't know how much the NFL specifically cares about the cold weather game. Like you said, the the Meadowlands situation, there were a lot of people out there rooting for a blizzard just to obviously right. sort of have the, the ambiance and the aesthetics and the visuals, all of that stuff. I think we're at a point here, Dave, where the NFL, it's not so much cold city, warm city, like the Super Bowl was in Minnesota a few years back. I was there. They did, you know, everything concerning the teams, whether it was media availability, radio row, all of that, everything was inside the Mall of America. So you really didn't have to go outside other than to walk out of the mall, hop on whichever bus you were taking back to your hotel. And that was it. And obviously the game there was played inside a dome. And that's where I'm going with this. I just think wherever the Super Bowl is going to be for years to come, maybe indefinitely, maybe for all time, mm. it's indoor games, which kind of sucks because yeah. like you said, you don't have that, you know, the, those, those beautiful picturesque skies oh. and mountain views. And I feel like I'm hearing John Denver in my head, but what you, you can't do flyovers in a dome. You, know, you can't do flyovers, but what you have, well, that's I'm, not entirely true. I mean, can. Like in SoFi, you can open the roof, right. you could do your flyover, and you close the roof. Right. So, you know, there there are workarounds, and I'm sure you could do the same thing at Allegiant. So there are, I just think the NFL here, one, I think we're going dome exclusive, but two, mm. I also wonder, you know, not unlike how the Combine is always in Indianapolis, right? I wonder if we're getting to a point where Vegas, and, and you could speak to it better than me, I'm not out there again, but I, I think that Vegas could be a semi-permanent home Ooh. for the Super Bowl. Wow. I, I think I, I think that what, and I, I base this only on people that I've spoken with who have been out there throughout the week and just talked about what a first-class experience it has been. Now, not everybody's favorite. In fact, I mentioned Indy. Some people really liked Indy, just yeah. found it to be convenient and a good setup. It doesn't have the bells and whistles, obviously, of Vegas, but oh, by the way, literally nowhere does. But it's just such an over-the-top experience that, you know, Vegas as, you know, as a city is so used to events of this, maybe not of this magnitude, but of, of hundreds of thousands of people coming in for a week or a weekend. And, you know, we talked about F1 last week and whether in presidential conventions, you name it, this is not new to the strip. You know, Vegas can handle this. And it sounds like, again, you could speak to it better than me, but it sounds like everything kind of went off without a hitch during the week. So, so long as the game itself does as well, I mean, I could see a Super Bowl being in Vegas every three, four years. I'm looking for wood to knock on it because it has been uneventful so far in the two weeks leading up to Super Bowl 58. We got one more night to make it through. And that it would, will kind of be a minor miracle in and of itself. If there's nothing from Vegas, from... I mean, if you remember the very first day two weeks ago, I think there was a story of a coyote attacked a player. That's mm. it. Like, and I was like, oh, this is the way it's going to start off with a coyote somehow. <laughs> now, we don't know if that is, in fact, fact or what wait, wait, wait. Was it an, was it an Arizona coyote we, we believe, a Vegas Golden Knight? We believe it was a real coyote okay. that, that somehow right. the first night 
the teams got here two Sundays ago, uh, got released somehow or was very close to a, a player on a team. We don't know which team. They never released names. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the way it's going to start. But since the Coyote incident, we really haven't had anything. So, so mm-hmm. far, so good. Las Vegas, I know people are looking for reasons to kind of trip up and say, see, this is why you can't do uh, Vegas in the Super Bowl. It's a really good test run. So far, so good. I think you're right. Because there's so many other things to do in Las Vegas for the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, it could be truly a destination city going forward uh, for the NFL. I do not want to get into our picks, obviously, because we're going to uh, talk about this game every way. Just three to hours Sunday. of oh, picks. Oh, yeah, right. We're not, we can't give everything in the, in the A block here. I don't want to talk about anything else, Dave. I Don't ask me about the NBA nope. and the 148 college basketball games nope. today. I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about this game because this is – I I may have said this to you before. This isn't just the Super Bowl. This is our Super Bowl. This is our last opportunity to bet on a football game until the fall. And that makes me sad. So we need to react accordingly, talk about all the different angles. And again, because we've done this show from sunup to sundown when the season began and we're closing it out tonight with Sunday Bet Prep, we're going to give our Karma Show parlay at the end of the show for the last time in the 2023-2024 mm. NFL season. So stick around for all of that as well. Adam, the numbers at some spots mm. did tick down to one and a half, but still pretty much yeah. twos, 47 and a halves. I am still stunned that the total has, I mean, it went up for like a half second early in the in midweek to 50, 48, and then bam, right back down to 47 and a half. People are waiting on these, when I say people, I mean sharps, waiting on these numbers yeah. to move because I feel like everybody's waiting to see who's going to blink. So far, no blinking. Still two, till four, still uh, 47 and a half. Do you expect line movement uh, this time, by this time, uh, kickoff tomorrow? Maybe. It's not a good answer, but where I'm, you know, ultimately what I'm thinking is you will see it close probably at two at most places. And I could see it, you know, vacillating around between two and a half and one and a half, as we've been seeing for the better part of two weeks. We're not going to touch three. It's not going to happen. We're not going to get to one. It's not going to happen. So you just have to decide in terms of how you're betting this game if, you know, I've heard people say it. I was I was talking to a buddy of mine earlier today, and he said, man, if, you know, if, if this had somehow gotten to three and a half, I would be on the Kansas City side. Mm. But if you're saying it's under a field goal, Ooh. how do you go against San Francisco? Just in terms of efficiency of the line. And all of this, and this is a lot of what we're going to talk about over the course of this show, it's just ultimately, like, None of us knows. Like, we don't have the Gray Sports Almanac from Back to the Future 2. You know, no, <laughs> nobody, I, I figure it's a timely reference for you. Oh, none, of us, none of us here knows the future. We don't have a crystal ball. But what you do as a better, the most successful better all the way down to the casuals, is you got to tell yourself a story and sort of self-handicap how this thing looks. And if you think it's going to be a tight one, Go with whoever you believe is going to win, and most people are going to lean San Fran in that way. Tower Dragon coming up next. Sunday Bet Prep continues. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. 
They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN's Super Bowl betting guide is out now to help you bet on the big game. This year's guide features in depth team breakdowns, Steve Mackin's Super Bowl simulation with player projections, plus favorite prop bets, picks, best bets from VSIN hosts and guests, including how legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger is betting the big game. So to get the guide and all that VEASAN has to offer, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash pro. I would say time is running out before you get those great picks and advice before you bet Super Bowl 58. I cannot believe, and I was informed this week, that Brent Musburger somehow is not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What, what, are, we, what are we doing? We put broadcasters, Doesn't make sense. We put broadcasters in the Hall of Fame. Then I was told Howard Cosell is not. What are we doing? We need to put him in posthumously and we need to get Brent in now because Brent deserves to be in tomorrow. I'm a little yeah. bit biased, but I, I think, no, I mean, it, it, sure. There's, there's some bias, I guess, but e- even if you didn't do what you do, where you do it, we're talking about a guy who's basically been the voice of the Super Bowl. Yeah. We I mean, wouldn't have a, pregame a, shows. A, a, a lo- yeah, yeah. A long what, time running. I mean, Put him sh- in. I mean, what are we doing? Let's get Brent Musburger it's- in the Super Bowl by this time next year, NFL, yeah. do it. And do it now. Uh, let's bring in, we always love to bring in Tyler Dragon into the program. Of course, does a great job covering the NFL from a national perspective on USA Today. Follow him on X at the Tyler Dragon. Tyler, great to have you here. Uh, once again, we know you're in L.A. and Adam's in Boston. I'm here in Vegas. Do you get any, like, like when it rains in L.A., I know we're going to get some in Vegas. Are you getting any of that kind of Vegas Super Bowl? If they want to go to L.A., it's only four hours away. <laughs> is there a little bit extra buzz in L.A. or is it all Vegas? <laughs> I think it's all Vegas. I mean, it's about three and a half hours away. L.A. just had the Kobe Bryant unveiling. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. they're buzzing with Otani uh, with spring training coming up. So <laughs> it's still it's still like Laker town right now. But they know the Super Bowl is three hours away in Vegas, too. The thing is, L.A. is not a San Francisco 49ers city. It's mainly Las Vegas Raiders, Rams, Chargers. So they'll be watching the Super Bowl, but it's not a huge, huge hoopla out here. Good Lord. Let me tell you what I'm not ready to talk about is spring training right now. <laughs> oh, no, thank you, especially Dodgers spring training. Tyler, we're, we're going to do a lot, obviously, here with you, but let's just cut to the chase. How you bet in this thing, or how would you? I don't presume that you are, but how would you ultimately? Who do you presume wins this game? So my pick, I said the Chiefs 23, the 49ers 20. I think it's going to be a close game. However, when it's all said and done, I think Patrick Mahomes, the combination of him, Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, and on the other side, Chris Jones is going to be a little bit too much for the 49ers to handle. And really, experience is going to be the thing that I think separates the Chiefs from the 49ers. The 49ers haven't been to the Super Bowl in a while. A lot of those players have never played in the Super Bowl, but the Chiefs have been there, done that. And they know how to handle the Super Bowl week, and the moment won't be too bright for them. So I think that is going to be a factor in the game that not a lot of people are talking about. No, and again, you've got a 23-20 score, which would stay under the total right now, 47 mm-hmm. and a half. 
Uh, Chiefs money line, by the way, uh, plus a dollar right now out there as they are getting two if you want to go that side as well and lay the dollar ten. Uh, Tyler, to that point, when you have a three-point win, I, I do think one thing that has not been talked about a whole lot over the last two weeks, of course, we try to break down every single thing we can, is that kicking matchup. And when you got a three-point uh, margin of victory here, you, you got Bucker over a rookie kicker and Moody for the Niners. Do you think the kicking game actually could be pivotal in, in the Chiefs' advantage? Oh, yeah. The kicking game is always pivotal in every single game. But, yeah, with, with Puck Buckner, he's a Pro Bowl level kicker and i think the chiefs are going to use that to their advantage if there's maybe a, a fourth and five or fourth and medium in uh, the san francisco side of the field instead of being aggressive and trying to go for uh seven points like the lions did uh, oh. two weeks ago i think andy Reid's going to say okay we trust our kicker he's been in big games he's helped us win super bowls in the past we're going to go ahead and kick and as far as the 49ers Jake Moody has been kind of inconsistent. He's been better of late, but during the season, he was shaky. He is a rookie. And like that experience factor that I said earlier, that is going to play a factor in this game because a lot of these players have never been in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is not like any other game they've ever experienced with all the hoopla media attention leading up to the game, the practice schedule, the media availability. So that's going to play a factor as well. But I do think Jake Moody does not have an advantage over Buckner for the Chiefs kicker. Let's keep kind of going with that, but maybe with a little bit more star power. Non-quarterbacks, mm. however, who do you think is the ultimately the the ultimate difference maker in this game? What I mean by that is if you were to look at it and say, man, Travis Kelsey could not be stopped. Well, of course, the Chiefs won. Or Christian McCaffrey could not be stopped. Niners won. Who is the guy who is ultimately going to put his team over the hump who is not a QB? Great question. I've been asked this question a lot during the week. And for the Chiefs, it's Rasheed Rice. I believe the 49ers have the personnel to kind of contain a player like Travis Kelsey. They can cover him with their linebackers. Fred Warner's the best linebacker in the NFL can cover him. And then Dre Greenlaw, not a bad linebacker himself as well. So when I think about the Chiefs passing game, who is Patrick Mahomes going to pass to and who does he have a report with and can we rely on? Well, Rasheed Rice has been his favorite wide receiver this season. He's a leading receiver uh, leading into the Super Bowl, led the team in, uh, as far as their receivers during the regular season. So, I think he is an X factor for the Chiefs. And for the 49ers, if I'm going on the offensive side of the football, I'm going, it's kind of hard to label him an X factor, but Debo Samuel. Mm. Christian McCaffrey, we all know that he needs to have a big game for the 49ers to be successful. But if Debo Samuel has a big game too, uh, over 100 uh, yards from scrimmage, maybe a, a rushing touchdown too, the 49ers are going to uh, be in the driver's seat to winning this football game because their offense, they take on the identity of Debo Samuel. He's a, We all know he's a versatile type player, but he's kind of their spiritual leader in offense. If he has a good game and he performs well, usually the team kind of rallies with him and he kind of brings the team along as well. So that's an X factor for the 49ers. Let's talk about the star quarterbacks. At least we know the uh, two-time uh, reigning def defending MVP and Patrick Mahomes, 15 for the Chiefs. But what would be the bigger surprise to you if the Niners to were to win? That Patrick Mahomes played poorly, at least to his standards, or that Brock Purdy played well enough to be MVP? Which one would be the bigger surprise to you? Patrick Mahomes playing poorly because we haven't seen Mahomes play poorly in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl he lost. He was running for his life the whole game. He didn't necessarily play poorly. So if he played bad and the Chiefs lose in large part because of his performance, that would be a huge surprise. Brock Purdy, he was in the MVP discussion this entire year. His numbers weren't earth-shattering, but he's kind of like the quintessential point guard for an NFL offense. He delivers the ball to his playmakers, and he's avoided turnovers for the most part of the uh, the season. So if he does that and plays efficient type football, gives the ball to IU, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and all those guys, 
then he can be in the running for the MVP. But he has to stay away from the turnovers and limit the amount of careless passes and careless decision he makes. If he does that, the 49ers have a chance to win the game. Tyler, we've talked about the QBs, obviously, Debo, Kelsey, McCaffrey, studs. You know, lots of studs. But what about Isaiah Pacheco? <laughs> How significant is his role in this game in terms of establishing the run for Kansas City and just being a workhorse. You know, he we've seen him go for almost 25 carries in two of these three playoff games for KC. He has been a guy who's who's gotten a lot of attention, a lot of literal run on the ground there. Do you see that happening again here? Yeah, I think he's one of the most underrated running backs in the National Football League. He's really been one of the catalysts for the Chiefs offense uh, this year. He leads uh, all running backs and rushing uh, entering this game. And that includes the Christian uh, McCaffrey. Really, the Chiefs, their offense is centered around, obviously, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. But then Isaiah Pacheco and Rasheed Rice, those are the four guys that make the Chiefs offense go. And if Isaiah Pacheco has a big game, and I think the Chiefs are going to try to establish a run with him. If he's a quintessential part to their offense. And I expect him to have maybe about 20 touches. Uh, tomorrow. I've got to wrap it up here, Tyler, but you mentioned there in LA that they're kind of Raiders fans and are they rooting against San Francisco because that no Cal SoCal thing? How does that work? <laughs> well, the Raiders fans, they really don't know who to root for because the chiefs <laughs> are their uh, bitter rival too. So I was talking to a couple of Raiders fans earlier in the weekend. They kind of want both teams to lose. <laughs> they're, they're rooting for a tie, which we know is impossible. Tyler, we appreciate you all season long, my friend. Enjoy Super Sunday. You too. Have a good one. There he is, everybody. Tyler Dragon. Give him a follow on the X at the Tyler Dragon. Going to talk some of our best player props that we see and maybe some of the most bet upon. That's next on Sunday Bet Prep. This is Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up at a VSIN Pro annual subscription. Get your first year for only $199 instead of the typical price of $240. Do that math. Just use the promo code LOT. Get access to everything on our brand new VSIN.com website, which includes. Our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has a current on hand. Betting splits showing you where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. Betting systems, premium analysis, 24-7 video access, plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide. It's tomorrow with the best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember, use the promo code LIVE. Get your first year VEASAN Pro access for only a buck ninety-nine. That's $199, people. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Adam Kaufman, Dave Ross here. We keep rolling on this edition of Sunday Bet Prep with some of the most bet-upon props that are currently available at DraftKings. Now, it's something we talked about last week, something we talked about two weeks ago. Like, if you were going to bet the popular name brands, if you will, of Super mm-hmm. Bowl 58, and you're going to bet overs, and you're betting them tomorrow, just know, before you click yes, you're probably not getting the best number. Like, that. just know that going in, America. You've already missed it. You've already missed the best of the number. Now, look, could you still win said props? Absolutely. But what we try to do here, I'd think show in, show out, is tell you why you should not chase bad numbers. Because the market is going to adjust those numbers. And with two weeks now having come and gone before Super Sunday tomorrow, again, the name guys you're going to see changes in those props if you looked a week and a half ago to where you're going to look tomorrow. And they're probably mm-hmm. going to change again even more before kickoff. With all that being said, Adam Kaufman, let's take a look at some of those really popular prop bets on there. Now, this one is interesting. The number one passing prop is a negative one. Why are we so negative, <laughs> America? <laughs> They're betting. Just, Brock, Brock, just our Brock. human nature. That's what we do. We like to complain, moan. <laughs> Boo, Brock Purdy, you're terrible. Of course you're going <laughs> to throw at least a pick. Look at that JU ice. Minus. There's a lot of it, yeah. Oh, my God. Minus $1.40 that Brock puts the ball in harm's way and that opportunistic Kansas City Chiefs defense 
picks one off. Now, again, that's pretty inflated number at minus $1.40. Now, some are going to say if he throws one, it doesn't matter if it was even money. If it's money. We understand that the number hasn't changed, but the juice right. has, right? So now it's up to $1.40. Do you think he's going to have an interception? For me, it's almost irrelevant. I'm just not going to play $1.40 now at this juncture if you could have got that, say, a week and a half ago at minus $1.10 or minus $1.15. But the question remains, Adam Kaufman, do you see Brock Purdy putting that ball in harm's way? I don't know how you could look at it and say definitively that it's not going to happen. Mm. I mean, that's not me sitting here saying, yes, I believe he's going to throw an interception, but it is me certainly respecting the defense on the other side. And the same is true of Patrick Mahomes and the can the, uh, San Francisco defense. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that, you know, you can't help, but look at this matchup. There's a reason we were just talking about it with Tyler. Why so many people, I'm not one of them actually, but why so many people are on the under 47 and a half in this game. It's because you're looking at what these two defenses achieved throughout the season, throughout the playoffs, who they are, what their identities are, what the talent is on both sides of, you know, those teams on that side of the football and just saying, yeah, of course an INT is is realistic. And so it becomes a function of, you know, how much of the juice are are you willing to take in to make the bet, obviously. To me, I mean, there's there's a, an extreme, obviously, to where, like, once we get to a certain number, I'm just not going to bet it. Right. I don't care how likely it is that I believe it's going to happen. I just, that juice is way too much. Like, I'm looking at some of the props. I don't know which ones are, are on that that uh, graphic we were just showing, but some of the props that Dan Miller, Dan Moneyline Miller, our producer sent along earlier and a top four passing prop on the DraftKings Sportsbook as of when he sent this along was Patrick Mahomes alternate passing yards, 200 plus. You know what that number is? You know what the, uh, the, the oh, you gotta... JU ice is on that one? Oh, it's up it's, to six. It's minus 600. Oh, now, my. please for the love of all that is holy and all of the football gods that you pray to, nobody, nobody, I don't care how much you're putting on it. I don't care if you're betting 100,000. Please do not bet a minus 600 straight. Just don't do it. You want to use it as a, a parlay piece? Fine. Like, that makes a lot of sense, obviously. You throw it in a builder or something. You know, you, you have a whole bunch of legs and you're trying to get up to plus 200, 300, whatever. like, great, that makes sense. You're not going to bet a minus 600 straight. There are limitations. Like, even the idea of betting something that's minus 300 to me is a little bit loony, but I've heard people argue the merits of it if you believe the line is still inefficient, you have value. Fine. I bring all of that up just to say, minus 140? That just kind of comes down to, do I think it's going to happen or likely to happen or do I not? But the juice is not going to scare me away. I don't believe that Brock Purdy is going to throw an interception just because I I think it is so important, not that he can control this with his mind, but I think it is so important for him to play a clean football game for San Francisco mm -hmm. to have a chance of winning this thing. It's just, it's so pivotal. It's it's arguably more important than anything else in this game on the San Francisco side, you know, injuries not included is him playing a clean football game. And so I'm going to, despite what we saw against kind of a similar pressuring defense in Baltimore on Christmas night, I am going to put my faith in Brock Purdy that he's not going to throw up all over himself in this situation. Get, get some plus money. If he does not throw a pick. And by the way, before everybody goes, well, that's a lock for Patrick Mahomes to you, you lay the six dollars to win a hundred. Well, lay the six hundred to win a hundred because he just—it's a Super Bowl. Of course he does. Last year, Patrick Mahomes was the MVP. Threw for three touchdowns. They scored thirty-eight points. You know how many yards Patrick Mahomes had last year in the Super Bowl? One hundred and eighty-one. Didn't even sniff two hundred. So before yep. you just go, oh, it's a lock. There's no such thing. Uh -huh. There's no such thing. There Does are no automatics in the world of gambling. And if you haven't learned that the hard oh way my. at some point in time by now, you will. <laughs> I, I I sure as hell have. Uh, you know, I think we all have. We've all had that that terrible beat where we're like you're goofing around in a money line parlay. And what what's the harm? I'm going to throw in this 21-point college football favorite that comes in at, you know, minus 2,200. Ugh. That won't lose. That's free. That's free. Nope. Guess what? This is the one time in the last... 35 years a team in that situation is lost it happens it happens enough to scare you away so don't 
you know, build this thing however you want to build it, play whatever you want to play, but just know, because like you said, we try and educate as much as we do entertain. Just know there's no such thing as a lock. And anybody in the space who uses that term and attaches it to their bets, don't pay attention to their picks. Absolutely not. I think it's great advice. And again, we're trying to give you that information from last year in a dead over game with tons of points. And Mahomes is the MVP and he throws three touchdowns and he was 19 yards short of a prop this year that is minus $2. And I think we do believe that maybe the defenses this year are better. The game is, I don't want to say trending to the under, but it's 47 and a half. And I think there's been a lot of people that have been keeping that number from not growing higher because people think it might be low scoring. So just remember that before you go wager weighing $6 to win one on Mahomes as a lock to get over 200 yards. And when you want to get to to the alternate uh, passing yards market, now, again, you're still weighing three, and the same logic applies for Patrick Mahomes. But mm-hmm. this is a different number associated with it, obviously, when we cut that number from $6 down to 295 And that's an alternate passing yard number of 225 He's got to get over that number, but you still have to weigh three to one. I talk about this a lot, Adam. To me, I'm always looking for around even money or if I can find plus money. Again, those adjusted yeah. numbers, are getting, you got to get in the 250s before you start to talk about that for Mahomes. But again... When I look at this much juice, that's too much for me. Is it too much for you for 225 plus at minus 295? Again, as a straight, yes. Yeah. As a parlay piece, no. Right. You know, and and this is what it all comes down. This this is a perfect example of a conversation that is honestly just not had nearly enough in the gambling world. And I'm sure obviously across Visa and the great programming, it is something that is discussed all the time, but I just don't think we can talk about it enough, which is when you're paying attention to, you know, let's just say you don't have your own significant convictions with with how to bet something and you wanna pay attention to someone in the space that you've seen on Twitter or you've seen wherever, or you've listened to on the air somewhere, be it radio, TV, digital, and you just believe this person seems to be really successful. They're always touting their record and all of that. Your record doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because what if that person is, you know, 40 and five, but the only plays they're playing are minus 500 or you know or or worse if you will so it it just doesn't matter you know you want the person who is out there that is like you playing something around even money or better or you know minus 110 minus 120 it's about units it's about roi return on investment that is the key when thinking about these lines i mean jim rome would say rack them I would rack that take right there. That's exactly right, Adam Coffin. When we come back, Ben Brown's going to join us to break down everything in Super Bowl 58 next here, Sunday Bet Prep. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is colin coward from the herd with colin cowherd angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, 
Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. We've got the Super Bowl betting guide out now to help you bet on the big game. This year's guide features in depth team breakdowns, Steve Mackin Super Bowl simulation with player projections. We've got best bets, we've got picks. And from our VEASAN hosts and our guests, we've got our legendary sports broadcaster, Brent Musburger. He's betting the big game, too. So to get the guide and all that VEASAN has to offer, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash pro. Back alongside Adam Kaufman, Dave Ross here. We welcome into the program again this week. Always great to catch up with Ben Brown, NFL data scientist, contributor for Pinnacle. Follow him on X at Ben underscore R underscore Brown. Ben, great to have you back. You are in Minneapolis. Adam's in Boston. I'm out here in Las Vegas. And we were talking about this, Adam and I, to begin the show. You guys had a Super Bowl there not that long ago. Was there a cold weather bias held against Minneapolis? Because I'm not saying that we're going to get them all the time now out here in Vegas. But it does feel like some of these West Coast cities, they get a little preferential treatment, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. It, it was one and done for, you know, Minneapolis Super Bowl, basically. We tried our best, but I, it very much is flyover country for a number of different reasons. I think, like, the one big push was, you know, we could get people here in February, but we have, like, a pretty decent skyway system. But no one wanted to step outside, obviously, in negative 20-degree weather. So it was one and done. The weather did not, I would say, hold steady to what we actually needed, and I don't think we're going to get one back. But I would love to be in Vegas here, you know, in the next, you know, few years, I would say, to get back to another Super Bowl because I do think it is probably the most ideal town and best town to actually have a Super Bowl in. Dave, I was telling you, I was out there for that one, the Patriots-Rams, and it was offensively cold. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was, go outside and, and just say goodbye to your loved ones. Yeah. It's over. It's, it, I mean, heaven forbid that bus was late taking you back to the hotel. <laughs> you you may as well just start selling your belongings to try and survive. It was uh, it was terrible. But Ben, we've, we've got you here talking about the data science of this upcoming game here and what should be a more compelling one than I think that one was that had 16 total points. We got the Niners and the Chiefs, obviously a total sitting at 47 and a half, we've talked a lot about the fact that it has not budged. Mm. So what what do the analytics tell you about what kind of game we're looking at here? Yeah, definitely. I mean, to me, I think just in general, you know, from a prior standpoint, you like you do kind of look towards the unders from, you know, the Super Bowl sort of setup, just the fact that it is like a completely different game flow than what any other game has actually happened through the regular season. But I also look at the fact that I don't really think the 49ers defensively are, are really living up to the billing that a lot of people have actually laid claim to. I think since the, you know, Hufanga injury, their safety basically went down in week 11. Like since that time, they've ranked 23rd from an EPA per defensive play allowed perspective. The Chiefs, I would say, kind of have the clear edge in that area. So although I've kind of been on the under, uh, you know, throughout the entire past two weeks, like to me, defensively, the real question mark for me starts with the San Francisco 49ers. If they are kind of struggling up front, I just don't see too many paths to them actually being victorious in this upcoming game coming up here on Sunday. Ben, I love how you break that mm-hmm. down after you get that key injury, because I think a lot of teams or maybe a lot of people that don't go into those numbers uh, that deeply just go over the whole season. No, it's a different team now with the personnel they have. And Kansas City is obviously playing some of their best football now. What's the data showing you? What's the big reason for this Kansas City uptick that I don't think people like me saw coming at the end of the regular season? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like the performance through, you know, the, the the playoffs, I would say specifically from a defensive standpoint, has been a lot better than what people projected. I think a lot of that has to do with Steve Spagnola kind of Mm. at least being able to understand the opponents that they're facing. And I do think, you know, what we've seen with Andy Reid, especially in previous seasons and some of his like records against the spread kind of coming out of, 
those bye week type situations or having a bye early on in the playoffs or the Super Bowl type setup. Like we have seen that overall coaching staff from the Kansas City Chiefs perform, I would say, not only better than expectation, but better than where they have been at through that the entire course of the regular season. And, and to me, that's kind of been the difference for me this week is when you kind of dig into the numbers, like the Chiefs, I think, you know, going back to it, do have the better defense in this particular matchup. I think when we kind of factor in some of the performances of adjustments coming out of buys and those sorts of things, I do think the Chiefs probably have a better coaching staff. And then, you know, clearly, I think everyone's giving Patrick Mahomes the side from the quarterback perspective as well. When you kind of have those three key indicators, there's not a lot of other areas or paths that I see the 49ers really being all that successful on. And I do think that there are just so many more scenarios where the Chiefs emerge victorious than the, than the 49ers because of those three factors. But are we maybe a little bit ignoring the path for the Chiefs? And, you know, the, the first game playoff game against Miami, frigid temperatures, not unlike Minnesota. Miami had no chance to win that game. Next time out, Buffalo probably should have won that game for whatever reason the Bills just decided despite despite all the success with James Cook they just stopped running mm. Kansas City came away with it late and then last time out my god Baltimore completely abandoned its game plan from what it was all throughout the year as a, a balanced pass run team and it was nothing like that the last time we saw them Lamar Jackson and company that Harbaugh they just they completely tried something different I don't know why didn't work against them and so the Chiefs have I don't want to say had, you know, layup after layup, but they haven't faced teams at their designed best. If we give Shanahan the credit that he's not going to do the same thing with that star power on offense, you know, what should the metric show in terms of the offensive ceiling here for, for San Francisco, especially with Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, definitely. I, I, Adam, I do think you bring up like a really good point. I think to me, when we're kind of going back to like the playoff outlook and how thing and how both these teams kind of arrived in this situation, I would at least probably I would cater in the direction of the team that was playing from ahead and uh, and in a lot of ways like didn't need like the sim uh, a lot of breaks I would say to go in their direction from both their playoff matchups to actually emerge where they've actually been the fact that the Chiefs have you know done it with an additional playoff game as well obviously we have a little bit of that you know hindsight baked into it but I think if you're looking overall at like the body of work for both these teams like going back with the the 49ers had I think like the sixth easiest strength of schedule kind of going into the season, that's very much where they finished. Uh, I think it's like the Saints, the Falcons, the Colts, the Texans, the Cowboys, which were kind of, you know, in a lot of ways, a mirage and then the Bears and the 49ers from, you know, some of the metrics that I look at. And so when you look at that overall body of work, like their, their quality of wins, even going back to the regular season, I would say probably still don't measure up quite as much as what the Chiefs have been able to do. And I think, you know, going back to it, like, even though the Chiefs maybe didn't get the best performances from either teams, like I don't necessarily think the 49ers really put up their best performance either. And I think that's probably the reason why I would lean towards the Chiefs in this given scenario, kind of based on that one game sample size that we have coming up here on Sunday. Ben, somebody that had a lot of Cowboy tickets too soon for the Mirage line there on my Cowboys. Uh, I, I, I do want to ask you with the numbers, if we, Adam and I talked about it right off the top of the show, if you're betting some of the bigger names on over props uh, and you haven't gotten them in by now, those numbers have obviously moved. Is there any value that you're still finding data-wise, uh, maybe some guys off the beaten path that you're finding some good numbers on here still on a Saturday night? Yeah, definitely. I, I think you definitely do kind of have to go a little bit more off the board if you are betting overs, like you said. I think to me, a guy that is kind of intriguing, uh, I may have mentioned him last time, but Noah Gray, mm -hmm. you know, especially in 12 yeah. personnel, that has been the spot where the Chiefs have been really successful at. They've also passed the ball at a higher than expected rate than most other teams have when they have used that personnel. I also think, you know, we have seen historically Andy Reid get a little bit more creative, you know, in the red zone type situations. They do kind of typically, typically go with heavy formation type sets when they are in the red zone. So I do think one or two trick plays could be coming out of those types of formations. I think that opens up, you know, a guy like Noah Gray to potentially get in the end zone. I think, you know, both his like he's he, him being the first touchdown scorer and the last touchdown scorer are probably some of my favorite long shot bets, but I still think he's at a price, you know, closer to seven to one where if he does get on any time touchdown, he is running, I would say 
I'll run on like 40% of dropbacks for Patrick Mahomes. Mm. So if you kind of think that the 49ers have some success stopping the 1A, you know, and two guys from the, the, the Chiefs offense, I very much think that Noah Gray on a shorter touchdown pass uh, could very much be the correct approach coming up here for a team that is very much likely, I would say, to kind of spread the ball out, especially in the red zone type situations. See, I'm so glad you brought that up because we we talk about Rice, we talk about Kelsey, we talk about Pacheco, but the thing is there are other guys in that offense, not dominating guys, but guys Mahomes at least to some degree is going to have to rely on. And when you look at, you know, receiving yardage lines, it tops out at about 20 and a half ish for MVS. You have Sky Moore, you have Watson, you have Noah Gray like you're talking about. Are you almost best served to just bet the over on all those guys and if you cash you know, on three out of five, you're profitable. Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I do think there are maybe some reasons to pick and choose some of those guys. Sky Moore for me is one that I just don't know how heavily he's going to be involved. And, you know, it, to be honest with you, going back to it, I know MVS is always a roller coaster, but you do almost can bank on the fact that he is going to have one of those long A dot type throws. And if he completes that throw, you know, he's easily going to go over his reception, receiving the yardage number. So to me, I think it's probably MVS, Noah Gray, the rest of them I'd probably uh, steer clear of and probably just lay off any sort of bets on either one of those guys. Nine to one on DraftKings. Anytime touchdown for Noah Gray. Just saying, there's some value that Ben found on the board for you here on a Saturday night. Ben, we appreciate it, my friend. Enjoy Super Sunday. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Does a great job. Uh, check him out, obviously, uh, at um, NFL Data Scientist, Ben underscore R underscore Brown. That's quite the handle. Back with our number two next here on Sunday Bet Prep. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare it's freddie prince jr and jeff died back in the ring wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey jeff are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.